Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. You might be right. It's simple, but something you almost never hear in politics today, with each side more concerned about scoring political points than solving problems. I'm Bill Haslam, a Republican. And I'm Phil Bredesen, a Democrat. We're former Tennessee governors, and we invite you to listen to our podcast, You Might Be Right. Join us and guests like Al Gore, Paul Ryan, Judy Woodruff, as we take on important issues facing our country. Listen and subscribe to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Rage! Sports Rage with Gabe Morency. Rage all you want. Let's roll. This is Sports Rage. I am Gabe Omarensi, the pips, the players, the hustlers, the people of Boston, and everybody else in between throwing it down. The Monday Night Meltdown has begun. As the Tampa Bay Buccaneers collapse is complete. Let's do this thing. Sirius XM Channel 159 on the Sports Grid Radio Networks. Welcome our AM radio affiliates, including everybody in Dallas, Fort Worth, 97.1. The Freak, where they're rocking tonight. Uh, Jerry Jones is celebrating like he just won the Super Bowl, man. That luxury suite was rocking. Michael Irvin was there. The champagne was flowing. And um, the Dallas Cowboys are off to the city by the bay. 31-14. So the Dallas Cowboys did what most people said they couldn't do. Beat the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Dak Prescott did something that most people said he couldn't do outperform Tom Brady, which he did. Dak Prescott, 25 or 33, 305 yards, four touchdown passes. Incredible quarterback rating of 143.3. That's right. Meanwhile, Tom Brady threw the football 66 times. Wow. 66 times, 35 of uh, 66, 31-14. Final score, the Dallas Cowboys punch the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in the mouth. And people remember what they saw last. Interesting point spreads have been uh, posted right now for the Dallas Cowboys and the San Francisco 49ers. FanDuel put a a 4.5 up. All right, it's sitting at four right now, but three and a half seems to be the consensus number everywhere. FanDuel always likes to be a little bit different. And or they just got it wrong and they don't want to admit they were wrong right away. <laughs> so they made it four and a half and they moved it to four. Meanwhile, everybody else posted it at three and a half. So put it this way. If you like if you like the Dallas Cowboys, FanDuel is your spot. Because it was four and a half. It just moved to four. Everywhere else it's three and a half. But you notice it's three and a half, but the money line is minus two hundred. So let's let the market play this out. I for one think the number is short. I, for one, was also on the Dallas Cowboys tonight. People always remember what they saw last. Listen, man, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are a brutally bad football team. They suck. They were basically the Mac in the college football playoffs, and they look like it, right? They were they, they were just overwhelmed. They were old. They're like an old, battered, beaten-down fighter. And, you know, the Dallas Cowboys handled them. Who the hell picked the Dallas Cowboys? I'm not saying nobody did. Somebody, Some people bet on them. Right, We bet on the Dallas Cowboys, and I know I'm not the only one, but nobody liked the Dallas Cowboys. Now suddenly everybody thinks the Dallas Cowboys are going to go into the Bay Area and beat, uh, beat the San Francisco 49ers. The San Francisco 49ers are not the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And if there's a football team in which it'll get to their head and they'll totally implode next week, it's the Dallas Cowboys. And this is coming from someone that just loaded up with thousands of dollars on the Dallas Cowboys uh, tonight. You know, you know the kind of, this this was it. You saw the way Jerry Jones and his team was celebrating. 
I know they have their eyes on the prize, but this is next level stuff. And I'm going to be the first one to credit Dak Prescott for his performance. Dak Prescott silenced a lot of critics tonight temporarily because the critics are going to be coming at you quicker than the San Francisco 49ers defensive line will. The late night anger management class. This is Sports Rage. I am Gable Moranzi. The pimps, the players, the hustlers, the people that bust them, and everybody else in between. Let's do this thing. This is Sports Rage. Shout out to all of our AM radio affiliates joining us on Sirius XM Channel 159 on the Sports Grid Radio Network. Shout out to everybody tuning in in Dallas, Fort Worth, 97.1, The Freak in the house. And things went a hell of a lot better this Monday than they did last Monday when TCU got absolutely mauled and destroyed by the Georgia Bulldogs. Tonight it was the Dallas Cowboys who did the punching in the mouth as the Tampa Bay Buccaneers came on late in this football game, a football game in which there were, what, like four missed extra points? Never seen anything like it uh, before. You know, Jerry Jones basically tweeting during the game, listen, if you've got a jersey and you can kick a football, uh, you can get uh, you can get a job. And they, you know, the, the mayor was so bad that they decided to go for it on fourth down and ended up scoring a touchdown. I'm telling you, sometimes being aggressive pays off. So Dak Prescott did something that not a lot of people said he was going to be able to do. Beat Tom Brady in a playoff game. Is this Tom Brady in his prime? No. And I can't help but think of Tom Brady in the same sense of Roy Jones Jr. I remember when, like, Roy Jones was, like, beating people with one hand behind his back. You know what I mean? Like, remember when, like, Floyd Mayweather was like, wow, man, this guy's unbelievable. This guy's, like, 49-0. Now Floyd Mayweather will fight a fat guy in Japan if you pay him enough, right? Does it really matter? You know what I'm saying? Roy Jones Jr. will fight a, you know, a strip club bouncer in Poland if you give him money. And it's unfortunate to see Tom Brady... He's going to tarnish his legacy. Yes, Tom Brady's the greatest this and the greatest that, but at what point, bro, do you realize you're not the greatest anymore? And it's going to be fitting that Tom Brady ends up going to Las Vegas, Nevada, where all the old other washed-up celebrities and legends go to die. So buckle up, Raider fan. Yeah, you're going to get Tom Brady, but you're getting you're getting Elvis Vegas. You're getting fat Vegas. You know, you're getting like Elvis, like hopped up on perks. That's what you're getting. <laughs> Free Lamar. Jamie Eisenberg steps up and in. Dak Prescott did. George Kurtz will bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and... Producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Is America's primary system working? Is the Electoral College still the best process for electing a president? Could a third-party candidate ever be successful? In a new season of You Might Be Right, former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen gather the country's top experts to explore these issues and more as we approach the 2024 presidential election. Listen to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee, available now wherever you get your podcasts. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. You are listening to Sports Rage Late Night with Gabe Marinci.
Alright, let's do this thing. It's the Monday Night Meltdown. This is Sports Rage. I am Gable Ranch. There's a lot of stuff to unpack here uh, this evening. It's the Dallas Cowboys. Victorious. How about them Cowboys? So shout out to everybody listening in Texas right now. Dallas, Fort Worth, 97.1. The Freak, the Mightier 1090 ESPN Radio, SoCal in the house. So the National Football League playoff bracket now looks like this. Saturday afternoon, 4.30 Eastern Time. The Kansas City Chiefs lay eight and a half points to the visiting Jacksonville Jaguars. Total 51 and a half. Saturday night, 8.15. The Philadelphia Eagles, minus seven and a half. Total 48 and a half. The Cincinnati Bengals and the Buffalo Bills. Sunday afternoon, three o'clock Eastern time. The Buffalo Bills, minus four and a half points. Total 50 and a half. Meanwhile, at 6.30, the Dallas Cowboys and the San Francisco 49ers. FanDuel currently has a four, total 46. We check elsewhere. The total is 46 elsewhere. San Francisco are pretty much minus three and a half everywhere else right now. Yeah, this is interesting. FanDuel has San Francisco minus 186 on the money line, but they're minus four. I'm looking at Bet365 right now as well. Bet365 has San Francisco minus three and a half, minus 200 on the money line. So that's like heavily shaded to San Francisco winning this football game. Jamie Eisenberg will join us from CBS Sports. We'll break down the NFL playoffs with Jamie. George Kurtz will join us. A Dallas Cowboy fan, Sports Grid's very own, George Kurtz. We'll step up and in. A man that had zero faith in the Dallas Cowboys to win this football game. George Kurtz, I believe Kurtz even bet on Tampa. See, we love Kurtz, but I don't get that whole thing. When people say, I'm going to bet against my team and if they lose, I'll make money, but if they win, I'll be happy. I'll tell you what, I'm a lifelong Buffalo Bill fan. If I bet against the Buffalo Bills in a playoff game and they won, I'm putting my fist through a window. <laughs> like, 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 I'm not like, you know, oh, I'm happy they won. No, I'm like, no, I'm not. I'm a freaking idiot that didn't believe it enough in my own team to back them up with my own money. So we love Kurtz, but this is the problem. When you have zero confidence in your team and you're like, oh, they're not going to win. I'm going to bet on the other team. You have zero bragging rights after as a sports fan. I would rather put myself out there and be wrong and at least have the joy of saying effing right. We won the game. For me, there's nothing better. There's nothing better. There was nothing better than the Toronto Raptors winning the championship and me winning tens of thousands of dollars along the way. (laughs) You know what I mean? Would it have been the same without the money? No. It wouldn't have been. You think I just would have been as happy along for the ride? Oh, I would have been happy spending thousands of dollars flying around watching them play. No. Thank God I won that money. Otherwise, I wouldn't have been able to afford it. Now, listen. I can understand, you know what I mean? I can understand the, you know, you're worried about a game and stuff. But as I stated, Kurtz has lost all sort of, you know, I told you so. God, we're good. We're amazing. You, Kurt said they sucked. <laughs> right? Kurt said they sucked. Said Dak can't beat Tom Brady. Who's the one that threw all the interceptions tonight? Was it Dak or Tom Brady? So Dak Prescott did not throw an interception tonight. Tom Brady threw an interception tonight. You know, Dak Prescott was like minus 180 to throw a pick. Basically, whatever the narrative is in a football game, you need to fade it. Yet, it is fascinating to me that nobody believed in the Dallas Cowboys coming into tonight's game. Yet, the number is what it is right now. I don't understand it, me personally. And this comes from someone to bet on Dallas tonight. I think San Francisco should be like six, you know, six and a half, seven point favorites. Five and a half. I thought four and a half was low. When FanDuel posted four and a half, I was like, wow. Like, I'm thinking like FanDuel does. Like, I was like, wow, that's kind of, all right. Kind of, it's kind of inviting. And now, you know, it's three and a half everywhere. It is, this is a case of what people saw last I tweeted out, I said, you know, the 
San Francisco 49ers are not the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and somebody responded to me saying that the Dallas Cowboys are not the Seattle Seahawks. It's a cute response. Quick. I'll give you points for your quick-wittedness. Yet, the actual substance of it doesn't really mean much. We've already seen San Francisco. We've seen San Francisco beat Dallas. We've seen San Francisco beat everybody down. And I'm not really sure what's going to be different this time. And as I stated, I think it's one of these instances where you see, it's almost like the TCU syndrome, actually. You know what? Same city. We'll use the... uh, it's almost like the you know the TCU when T, you know TCU beat Michigan, they weren't ready for Georgia the following week. Were Georgia better than they were? Yes, right. Were Georgia better physically? Yeah, but it was the same thing like last year with Michigan. Right, Michigan beat Ohio State and they were just happy to be there. Right, it was like oh wow we beat Ohio State we're in the playoffs oh well whatever we beat Ohio State. Right, TCU was like man we never thought we we're gonna get this far and wow you know they get smashed. I get the feeling the Cowboys are going to fall into the same trap. I think so much energy was put into beating the Buccaneers, no one believing them against the Bucs. I'm not sure if they could put this together back-to-back. As I stated, there's a lot of differences in this matchup. The Tampa Bay Buccaneer offense is terrible. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers do not have Christian McCaffrey. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers do not have Brandon Ayuk. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers do not have one of the best offensive lines of football. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers do not have Kyle Shanahan. They do not have Debo Samuel. Like, there's just a completely different, this is like a completely different operation that you're running here, right? They're not going to go quickly three and out and make it easy for the Dallas Cowboy offense. They're going to be running the ball down the Cowboys' throats. You're not going to be playing in perfect conditions. You're going to be in the Bay Area. We'll get an updated weather check. As I say, I just feel this number's light, and I just killed it with the Cowboys tonight. We crushed it, but I think that's the thing. There's a big problem with that. I always roll my eyes whenever someone handicaps a game and they tell you, well, this is what happened last week. Who cares what happened last week? It doesn't matter. Right? It doesn't matter. You know, I mean, each game is different. Every matchup is different. Every day is different. Every every minute is different for everybody in their life. Besides Vanna White, who doesn't age. I haven't watched Wheel of Fortune in, like, forever. And, like, is this girl being held against her will or something like that? Or does she actually like, like, flipping letters? Like, she's been doing this for, like, what? Like, she looks good. Like, Pat Sajak looks like he's aging. She doesn't. She's got some sort of thing going on. Whatever Vanna's uh, doing is working for her. You're looking good, Vanna. But I just got to, like, how many years, like, after a while, you just be like, yeah, you know what? I don't know, like, if I can stand here. I want to look up how many miles has this woman walked in her life? I never thought about it before, but like I said, it's on in front of me right now. She just walks back and forth the whole damn show. There's got to be a better way. Like, why don't they just do it automatically and she can sort of point? Like, seriously, like, she can't be young. And speaking of which, it really is amazing. I'll tell you what, give the Dallas Cowboys, you know you got to give Kellamore credit. There's a lot of concern about Kellamore. Kellamore delivered tonight. But there's a lot of comparisons between Brock Purdy and Tom Brady, the way, how, you know, the way their career is starting here. So the Cowboys beat... T- the real Tom Brady. Now they got to go beat like the, the tougher Tom Brady. Because I'll tell you what. Oh, all these teams, Tom Brady to San Francisco. I prefer Brock Purdy as my quarterback than Tom Brady. Hot take? I don't think so. Bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. 
See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. You might be right. It's simple, but something you almost never hear in politics today, with each side more concerned about scoring political points than solving problems. I'm Bill Haslam, a Republican. And I'm Phil Bredesen, a Democrat. We're former Tennessee governors, and we invite you to listen to our podcast, You Might Be Right. Join us and guests like Al Gore, Paul Ryan, Judy Woodruff, as we take on important issues facing our country. Listen and subscribe to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. We're giving tickets away. No, I'm kidding. We're not giving tickets away. It'll cost you $700 uh, to get in. I'm looking at the ticket prices uh, right now for this game. This This will be a good game to be a ticket broker for. This will be a good game. Come on, man. You got the Dallas Cowboys and the San Francisco 49ers in Santa Clara, California. And if you're the National Football League, this is it's like it really could not have worked out any better for you. Like, honestly, besides Jacksonville, besides Jacksonville, they would have been, you know, they would have preferred the Los Angeles market. But, okay, you got Jacksonville and Kansas City, but just, you know, the other games, New York and Philadelphia. So if you're the NFL, listen, the NFL is based out of New York. So, you know, right there, right there they're happy. All right. New York's the biggest TV market in America. Um, even though it's fractured and not everybody's a giant fan, people are still going to watch. The Philadelphia Eagles, right? So you basically have the East Coast. You have East Coast rivals going head-to-head. You have the Cincinnati uh, Bengals and the Buffalo Bills. Josh Allen versus Joe Burrow. And, oh, yeah, the same teams that just played each other when DeMar Hamlin uh, collapsed on the field. And you know DeMar's probably going to be there this week. He wasn't there last week. He's probably going to be there this week. I mean, and, you know what I mean? Just from a football standpoint, it's great. From the storyline, it's big. The winner goes to the AFC Conference Championship game. And then you get the Dallas Cowboys in San Francisco 49ers. You get the state of Texas, where everyone loves the Cowboys. Then you, know, you get San Francisco. And then from a football historical perspective, it's tough to beat, right? There's a lot of history between all these teams besides Jacksonville and Kansas City. Right, like Dallas and San Francisco, right? I mean, automatically you think of a catch, obviously, but they, there's more to the you know there's more to their rivalry than just a catch. I'm thinking about like the early '90s and stuff, like when it was just crazy, when they were both just signing everybody, and it was like a war. It was just an all-out war. Dion played for both teams, and you know, who was the. Um, Who was the uh, who's the running back for San Francisco? Ricky. Well, I can't believe I can't believe I can't remember the guy's name right now. Thinking back, so many great players that you know that era sort of flew under the radar. But that was a serious ass rivalry those teams had. Just some great great games. Now you never met you know T.O. on the star. You know what I mean? We can go on like these teams like don't like each other. There's a history. San Francisco eliminated them last year. We had R.J. Achoa on. Last week, we'll see. We'll get him on again uh, later in the week, um, and he agreed with me at the time. Now I think he'll take it now if you're a Cowboy fan. But me personally, if I was the Cowboys, I would rather have preferred to play the Philadelphia Eagles than the San Francisco 49ers. 
I, I'm not going to say the Niners are in the Cowboys' heads. I don't know, they haven't lost to them 12 times in a row or anything like that. But there's a familiarity when you're dealing with a division rival, and it sort of evens the playing field. Like, you know what I mean? Like, going on the road isn't as daunting. You've been there a bunch of times. You know the stadium. You know, oh, yeah, there's that fat guy that never shuts up, right? Like, you know you know everything about it when you go there. You don't know when you're going to these other places. You're like, damn, man, I didn't realize it was this windy here, right? Or, like, you know, there's just the little things, just, you know what I mean, that'll throw you off. You know, the familiarity of lining up against somebody that you've lined up against, like, you know, t- t- two times a year for the last three years or whatever. So it's a tough challenge. It's a tough challenge. And, I, you know, listen, I said this before the game. I said, I like the Dallas Cowboys, but my exact quote right before the game started, I said, man, it feels like a big game tonight. But I said, this is like the biggest meaningless game ever. Because, like, I don't, I, you know, and I said this before kickoff tonight. I said, I don't think Dallas or Tampa will be able to beat San Francisco next week anyways. I think San Francisco sort of got their scare early in the first half. I don't know, you know, if you're waiting for Brock Purdy to, like, to, to fall apart because he's a kid, you know, keep waiting. You're going to be in line a long time. It ain't happening. I think San Francisco are going to beat Dallas, and then they're going to roll into Philadelphia, and they're going to beat the Philadelphia Eagles, and they go to the Super Bowl, and it's going to be for real. Mr. Irrelevant is actually going to start in a Super Bowl. I saw that they said, oh, um... That Brock Purdy will remain the quarterback even if Jimmy G is healthy enough to play now. Yeah, you think? And so as far as Tom Brady is concerned, you know, they keep talking about there's three teams. There's three teams. And listen, Tom Brady won a Super Bowl for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, right? So full stop, point blank. He doesn't owe them anything. You've screwed them around pretty good, bro, in the last two years, Tom. Last year, the day before you played the playoff game against the Rams, you did an interview in which you said, I want to end my career with a legitimate chance to win the Super Bowl. I'm not sure if that's here. So you said that the day before you're playing a playoff game. Now you come into this game, it's basically like a transfer portal for you. Everyone knows you're not going back to Tampa, and it's not like you even care. You didn't show up on Wednesdays. You went away for days. Like, I defended you at first early in the year, but... You know, and they said, oh, you just weren't in a rhythm all year. You weren't there all year. You didn't care. You didn't care. You're getting paid all this money. Like, it wasn't fair to them. It's not fair to your teammates. Like, you're on Tom Brady and stuff, whatever. You let your personal life get in the way of your profession this year, bro. And listen, I'm not one to call out like Tom Brady, but I'm just calling it like I see it. You know what I mean? I thought it was distasteful last year when he's basically saying, oh, I'm not probably going to be playing here. And now we all know you're not going to be back. It's like you're, it's like, you know, do you care about your teammates? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, they're working too, bro. Like, they're trying to, you know, win as well. It's not just about you and your wife where your wife wants to live. And, like, you know, like all year there's been a bunch of crap with him with Tampa. I guarantee you they're just like, dude, whatever, just go. Like, you know what I mean? We got to move on. You, they got the ring. They got the ring. They got the banner. They got the Vince Lombardi trophy. So, well, who are the three teams? I don't. You know, I don't know. Um, I can sort of tell you. All right. So, who's the third? One of them is someone that people don't talk about a lot. Is Tennessee? Tannehill's done there. They don't, you know what I mean, uh, Malik Willis was drafted when he was drafted for a reason. Mike Vrabel and Tom Brady are good friends. Yet, what does Tom Brady have to gain to, you know, that they sell him to listen, it's a crappy division, you'll get in the playoffs again, so what, so we can get smoked by the Bills or something? Like, I, I'm like well, what's the point? But Tennessee is a team that, you know, they wanted to get it before, and reports are out of Tennessee that uh, Mike Rabel, they want to get Tom Brady. We know the Raiders, right, and whatever. I think it's going to be the Raiders. He's got the familiarity with Josh McDaniels. They'll kiss his ass and make him feel like he's, you know what I mean, whatever. If you're a Raider fan, like, I wouldn't want it. He's not going to put you over the top. Like, what team does he put over the top now? So, you know, if you look at Tom Brady right now, he's still good. You know, I'm going to use a good example here, and they're both Boston connections. Tom Brady's still good. Aerosmiths are still good. 
Aerosmith can't tour anymore, so they have a Vegas residency. So that's what Tom Brady's going to be, a Vegas residency. Like Motley Crue, who have retired in our last show, we swear to God, swear to God, wink, wink, for the 213th million time. Motley Crue just went through this last show bit, and now they announce like a week later, oh, that was our last, no, no, that was our last tour. That was our last show. Now we're going to be playing five nights a week in Vegas. You know, even though you know, even though our last tour was kind of shaky and it was just built on nostalgia, we have people that will still come to Vegas, get drunk, buy our merch on nostalgia, and remember when I smoked weed, had sex, and uh, you know had good times in a parking lot outside the form when I was a kid. And that's that's what Tom Brady will be. Buy a Tom Brady Raider jersey, go there, you know, live in the past and whatever. And, you know, the third team, I think they're saying, is San Francisco. And why would San Francisco want Tom Brady? I know this sounds crazy, and I'm sure, like, some people, oh, this is too far. Do you, who, do you, who, would you want, who do you want running your offense if you're San Francisco? Brock Purdy or Tom Brady right now? Because last time I checked, I'm seeing that Brock Purdy is scrambling very quickly and throwing bullets, Right? Tom Brady is 45 going on 46 years old. The dude, like, you know what I mean? He's getting hit more and more and more. He's got happier feet than a stripper during happy hour. Like, Brady doesn't even hide it. Like, you you start running towards him, he just throws the ball into the ground. That's the You can't play like that in the modern NFL. And he's not going to get any younger. I don't know if I can explain the concept of time to people and age and stuff, but... He's going to be a year older next year. The Raiders suck. It wasn't Derek Carr's fault. I like how it's Derek Carr's fault the Raiders blew all those leads. But it's not Justin Herbert's fault that the Chargers blew the lead. That's Staley's fault. Staley's fault is that Staley's not, not, no, 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 no. Can't be Herbert. Can't be Herbert. It's Staley. Staley blew the lead. Yeah, Derek Carr, man, he blew a lot of leads. It's not Josh McDaniel's fault. It's Derek Carr's fault. You're all morons. This is Portrage. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. You might be right. It's simple, but something you almost never hear in politics today, with each side more concerned about scoring political points than solving problems. I'm Bill Haslam, a Republican. And I'm Phil Bredesen, a Democrat. We're former Tennessee governors, and we invite you to listen to our podcast, You Might Be Right. Join us and guests like Al Gore, Paul Ryan, Judy Woodruff, as we take on important issues facing our country. Listen and subscribe to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Yeah, Mo, that team sure did suck last night. They just played sucked. I've seen teams suck before, but they were the suckiest bunch of sucks that ever sucked. 
The Late Night Anger Management class. This is Sports Rage. Right, there's a lot of stuff to unpack uh, here. Some people are taking offense to me saying I'd rather have Brock Purdy than Tom Brady. <laughs> is it harsh? Is it over the top? I don't really think so. Yeah, it depends. You know what I mean? Put it, let, you know, I have a lot to just, you know, I'm glad this isn't Twitter because yeah, there's 140 characters. You know who Tom Brady could help? If I was Tom Brady, listen, I wouldn't go to Vegas if I was Tom Brady. I'm not kidding. Like, the whole Vegas thing is perfect. I, the Motley Crue comparison is perfect. Aerosmith and Motley Crue are still good. They're also old, and there's a reason why they're playing residencies in Vegas because they can't tour. They'll fall apart, right? Vegas is built for celebrities and stars who are past their prime that people are willing to pay for because they get to see them up close knowing that, you know what, man, he's not what he used to be, but I got to tell you what, and they can, you know, wax poetic about, you know, when Elvis was in his prime and when he wasn't all hopped up on goofballs and peanut butter and banana sandwiches. Welcome to Vegas. Buy your Tom Brady jersey. If I'm Tom Brady, where do you go? We'll bring George Kurtz in in a second. The San Francisco stuff, I don't think they'll want him. They got Trey Lance. They got Brock Purdy. They got young guys. They're going to the freaking Super Bowl without Tom Brady. Like, it's the whole thing. Like, oh, yeah, we're a winning team, so let's bring in the old man to make him feel good on the way out. That's not, it's not, it doesn't work that way. It ain't going to happen. I'll tell you a team that could use him and he could help just because their quarterback play was that bad, the New York Jets. Go back to the East, terror, you know what I mean? You're back in familiar country. You're in New York City, bro. You can you know, date hot models, live wherever, you know what I mean? Living you know, on the super, in the Central Park super billionaire row there and stuff. And whatever, the Jets are damn good. You don't really have to do much, right? You know, they really are good. And they are desperate for a quarterback. So I would say the Jets would actually be a good fit for you. You're going to buy into this Josh McDaniels crap and stuff. Why? So you could buy another year or two of this guy's life? This guy's already ridden your back enough, Tom. This is my career advice to you. Hell, I'm wearing a Michigan uh, hoodie here right now. I like Tom. I'm giving him my career advice like he needs it. <laughs> he needs my advice. My advice is go to the Jets. Go to the Jets. Let's bring in George Kurtz. Should be a happy George Kurtz. What's going on, George? Uh... Interesting. Peanut butter and banana sandwiches. Brady going to the Jets. Uh, that sounds gross, by the way. Uh, what, peanut butter and banana? No, it's actually pretty good. That's what Elvis liked. I have no doubt. I no doubt about he that. Put I'm, pota- I'm not a big fan he put of, potato uh, chips in it, though, too. Oh, <laughs> the salt in there as well? you never done like that? I like Doritos on my sandwiches, but I'm not, not on peanut Doritos? Butter. I can't live in Doritos. I don't even like the Dorito tacos. I don't like mixing that stuff, but I'm not going to lie. Like, yeah, I've had the old... Dude, you, dude, dude, peanut butter with the sliced bananas on top is kind of standard, isn't it, Kurt? You never had that? I'm not, I'm the, not a big banana kids person. Like I've it. never heard of anybody having that either. Kids, so it's a kid thing, like for breakfast. Like, yeah, you know I mean, what I mean? Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. like Elvis didn't right? invent it. J was always the big thing. Right? Yeah, yeah, no, no, I swear to God, look it up. Elvis, uh, that was his thing. Like, yeah, yeah, he liked oh, peanut I listen, butter. I don't, I don't yeah. doubt you at all. Peanut butter, banana, but he would put potato chips in it as well. So, like, he would have, like. Oh, oh no. No, I'm not doing that. That, that yeah, would yeah, be like, advertising whatsoever. Yeah, we got a guy in our chat says he's a big fan of that. Like, no, I'm telling you, like, it's not, it's not, like, rare. That, that was my whole point. Like, you know. Maybe he started it. <laughs> like, that was the thing. <laughs> Maybe he did start it. He was pretty wasted, George. But you get my point about going to Vegas? Kind of, you know, it's the showtown, right? Where you're kind of, you're still good. You know what I mean? Like, you go see Aerosmith, they're going to kick ass. You go see Molly Crew in Vegas, they're going to kick ass. But, I don't know. Like, this whole, what do you think of Tom Brady to the New York Jets? Wouldn't that be a good fit for both of them? I mean, it makes some sense. They need a quarterback, right? And the Jets have to have somebody uh, there. Uh, I don't know if Brady wants to go to New York. Does he want to play in the cold up here? Jets have a good defense. It'd be one way to stick it to New England, too, right? Playing the same division. You know, uh, it would be interesting. You know, the Jets could certainly afford him. They have the room to do it under the cap for a year. And it's going to be a one-year-at-a-time contract. It's interesting. I don't think so. But uh, I don't, I don't discount that. I, I don't, I wouldn't say no, no, that's not going to happen. No, I think it could be a top three destination if he wants. I think Derek Carr. Playing. That's my prediction. Derek that's Carr where, yeah, will be the quarterback of the Jets. Jets as well. Yeah, yeah, because they'll be able to get him. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, 
I wouldn't discount the Jets for Tom Brady. And you know what? I, I said this on Twitter. I said this on the show last night. I wouldn't discount Lamar Jackson to Tampa Bay. I don't think Jackson's just, going anywhere. I, I think they'll. Are work you their kidding crap me? Out. I think they'll work their crap out. They to get rid of Jackson means they have to redo everything, everything with that team. I don't. I don't think they're going to do that. Uh, I. I think they'll figure their crap out. Whether not they can work out a contract or not, maybe well, they're on a franchise tag for a year. But you're changing around your your entire offense, entire offense. He doesn't have he to show up though if they franchise tag him. Yeah, I don't think he's going to turn down thirty five million. Straight. Uh, I mean, a franchise take can be a good uh, thing. It uh, was a good thing for Dak. It was a good thing for Cousins. As long as you don't get hurt. It's a, it's yeah, a really he's good already thing. hurt. <laughs> yeah, Dak got hurt, too, though. I mean, you got to suffer a major, major injury. Dak broke his, uh, his ankle. Right? We all saw that gross injury, yet he still got the $140 million. Are you aware? And I don't know, George, like, uh, I'm not, oh, are you aware? Of it? Like, oh, yeah, but I'm just saying for everyone tuning in here, um, for everyone tuning in, this is what Lamar Jackson posted on Instagram yeah. this morning. All right. It's pretty pretty clear. When you have something good, you don't play with it. Um, here, let me go on here. All right. When you have something good, you don't play with it. You don't take chances losing it. You don't neglect it. When you have something good, you pour into it. You appreciate it. Because when you take care of something good... That good takes care of you, too. It's pretty clear. Like, to me, George, as a betting man, I do not believe there's a hope in hell. Although, we've seen this before, right? Like, Kyler Murray scratched and, like, you know, deleted everything in the Arizona Cardinals and stuff. It's all negotiations, man. Yeah, but. this is. But the Cardinals didn't treat, like, Kyler in any bad way. Lamar Jackson has been mistreated by the Ravens. They've publicly slammed him. They've let players slam him. They've never publicly defended him. You know, they have behind the scenes. They didn't pay him. I, he's not playing for them, George. He's, he'll be on another team. But my guess is it won't be like the Jets or something because the Ravens are going to say, screw that. We'll just send them to the NFC to some crappy team. As a betting man, I'll bet that Lamar Jackson is the quarterback of the Atlanta Falcons, Carolina Panthers, or Tampa Bay Buccaneers next year. That's my that's my hot saying, take of the night. I, I mean, the Buccaneers will need a quarterback. They obviously the other two teams need quarterbacks as well. Uh, but the Buccaneers, for what their talent, he's not going to fit that, right? To throw the ball to Evans, Godwin, I assume Jones will be gone. Oh, uh, well, they, 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 they dude, If I was if I was the Bucks, I'd be cleaning house. Mike Evans is done. Like all this, like I I wouldn't be. I'd be like I'd be starting over if I was Tampa. Don't hang on to this team. Sort of like the Rams. Like, you got to let it go. Once you win, let it go, man. Don't disagree with that. Is Chris Godwin the same wide receiver, bro, now? No. Is he the same wide receiver as he was the year that won the Super Bowl? Well, no. He's coming with the ACL. You're not the same. None of those yeah. guys were the same. Godwin I know. wasn't the same either. Right? Beckham couldn't come back. It takes it takes a, two years to come back from that injury. I think he will. He was fine, by the way. He had a good year, Godwin. And he missed a lot of games. He had a really good year. But I don't think he'll be the same wide receiver until next year. He's making a lot of money. Now. He did have 10 catches. I don't know. Like, you look at his stats. It was all garbage time, right? Like, catches here and there and stuff. That's the whole thing. If you can look at Brady, oh, he threw for 351 yards. Yeah, whatever, man. He was 35 of 66. Man, they were losing 25 nothing. <laughs> so, it's kind of garbage numbers. I bet on Brady in game over 282 and a half. So, Kurtz, let's, I want to give you a chance to gloat, but I, I stole your thunder earlier. I said, you, you didn't believe they were going to win, so you can't come in here bragging right now. No, uh, and listen, I'll, I'll, be the, I'll, call, I'll have my inner Mike Tomlin here. I'll wear it. You know, I picked uh, Tempe to win. Uh, it, For shame. It cost me a lot of money. <laughs> <laughs> uh, For yeah, shame. Than my team. But you know what? This is also because I've been disappointed so many times by this team. Yeah, yeah I everything get it. Went, I mean, everything worked out perfectly. Tonight. Dak played a perfect game. Moore. They did. They absolutely. Kellen Moore was perfect. Was great. McCarthy was actually. Well, 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 well. Dak was great. Let me take one thing back, actually, as far as the perfection, and we'll get. Then we'll sell. We'll we'll gloat about how good they were. Uh, What was the final count? Because I saw they showed it at one point. It was twenty-three run plays and twenty-three pass plays. You want to talk about balance? (laughs) That's balance, right? Like it was twenty-three and twenty-three. But Pollard, fifteen carries, seventy-seven yards. 
Zeke, 13 carries, 27 yards. Zeke, 2.1 yards per carry. Pollard, 5.1 yards per carry. Enough is enough, Kurtz. Enough is enough. You ain't got to tell me. You want to win a Super Bowl? Enough is enough. Now, I would like to doubt that probably I'm not going to tell you absolutely for sure. There were some short yardage situations. I get it. That'll hurt his average. But you know as well as I do, it doesn't matter anyways. He still sucks. At the end of the game as well. Oh, he does suck. Listen, you know, Zeke has to go. He has to go. All right, I'm tired of Zeke. You know, he has to go because he's hurting the entire offense. He's on the field because he's good at uh, protection, right? He's good blocking, picking up the blitz, and that's why he plays. But he's got to yeah, go. Yeah, but, George, you, you see they go down the field, they score with Pollard and stuff, and then the next drive, he's not on the field. It's like, what is I'm this? Not like, is this, I is, no, I know, I I'm just saying, go. is this summer camp where we got to hold hands? Like, no. Like, no. Right now, Pollard's playing. Zeke, you'll get some carries after. Now stand on the sidelines and let this guy go. Dude, there's so many moves that Pollard makes. It's unbelievable. McCarthy together. I don't know. I, I don't know why he plays so much. I know the Cowboys love him. McCarthy says all night. Jerry Jones loves him. I don't get why. You know, I don't understand it. This is not Emmett Smith at the end of his career. Oh, you're a Hall of Famer. You know, Zeke was a good player for a while. Got suspended as well. Hurt you that season. Why they feel the love for him, I can't tell you why. I don't know. It's baffling. You know, I hope they do move on from this offseason. I hope they cut him and move on. Pollard's going to need a big contract because he's a free agent. But uh, if you, you want me to tell you absolutely that next week they're going to change things up? No, I can't tell you that. All right, so the buzz is the Cowboys are going to beat the 49ers now. It went from them. Not, like, no one believed in him at all. Nobody believed in him at all. Uh, I like what Dak said after the game. And you know, you know that they heard the narrative when he said, I tuned, what, I tuned everything out to what people were saying about me and about us. And I just believed, you know what I mean? I just thought about the people that believed in me. And so they heard that narrative. I said this earlier, George. Aren't and aren't the Cowboys the type of team now that'll go into their head all week and stuff? And now they're gonna get killed next week. <laughs> like that's the way I see this. I don't know, like. I give them credit for winning tonight. I bet on them. I had faith on them to do this. They showed up. They did it. I don't have confidence they can do this two weeks in a row. And I think this is a horrible matchup. I think they would have been better off playing the uh, the, the Philadelphia Eagles. You're the Cowboy fan. Wouldn't you rather have played the Eagles and the Niners and have to go to the Bay Area to play these guys? Not, wouldn't be thrilled about going to either one, but I agree with you. All right, I would have rather played the Eagles for a lot of reasons. It's a division game; you know each other. It's, it'll it'd be more of a be more of a battle, right? They would just beat the crap out of each other. Plus, Hurts is, is banged up, so yes, I would have rather played the Eagles if I had a choice. Yeah, we'll get more with Kurtz on the other side. A lot of stuff to unpack. Listen, I'm not saying Mike Evans and Godwin are done or stuff, but you don't win by paying guys that have already won big money. You gotta, you win with hungry players in the NFL. This is Sports Rage. Bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. You might be right. It's simple, but something you almost never hear in politics today, with each side more concerned about scoring political points than solving problems. I'm Bill Haslam, a Republican. And I'm Phil Bredesen, a Democrat. We're former Tennessee governors, and we invite you to listen to our podcast, You Might Be Right. Join us and guests like Al Gore, Paul Ryan, Judy Woodruff, as we take on important issues facing our country. Listen and subscribe to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All 
all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Yeah, just as far as Mike Evans is concerned, I didn't like how he didn't die for that ball late. You saw that, Kurtz? You see? Come on, bro. Your season's on the line. Like You could lay out a little bit. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? He just sort of reached out for it. I didn't really understand that. My deal, though, I'm just saying, when you have it, the, the Raptors are a good example. All right? When you have a team that won and it's the same guys and you're not winning and it's been a couple of years now, it goes bad. It goes bad. Guys are getting paid, and next thing you know, some guys are mad they're not winning. Other guys, like, is Tom Brady mad they're not winning this year? Is Tom Brady, like, freaking out that his life is being exposed in front of everyone, and he just lost a supermodel, and, you know what I mean? It's like, whatever. He had his own thing going on, right? So you got some guys who are like, whatever, dude. I already, you know, we won a Super Bowl. I made $140 million. Whatever happens on the way out, I don't care. You got other dudes that are still upset, and no one's going to be on the same page. So that was my whole point about Lamar Jackson at Tampa. I would just sort of start from scratch. I would start over. I'd be like, all right, we got money. We're not paying Brady anymore. So let's give it to Lamar and build a team around him right now. He's from Florida. You know, we could sell tickets like instantly with him as well. There wouldn't be any drop off. And you got to remember that, George, right? That's what it's about, too, huh? Like, a lot of owners don't really care about winning. They just, they need like someone to put on the billboard. They got to sell something. So. Carolina, Charlotte, they haven't had a star. They could use a star. They haven't had a guy since Cam Newton. They could use Lamar Jackson. Atlanta would be perfect. They need a quarterback. Um, he'd be a perfect fit in the city of Atlanta. And uh, I tell you what, I, you know, Tampa is intriguing to me. I just don't think Baltimore – I disagree, George. I don't think Baltimore will franchise tag him. I think it'll end poorly. I think he'll tell them I'm not going to play, like, if you do this. And he's, I think he's crazy enough that he would sit out. I don't disagree with you here because he wanted a guaranteed contract, right? So maybe yeah. he wouldn't be afraid to say, hey, I ain't playing. If he was, if he knew, all right, I sit out one year here and I'm an ultimate free agent for real, right? Although I don't Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Can you remember a time when you thought someone you disagreed with might actually be right? In the new podcast, You Might Be Right, former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen pose that question to guests like Paul Ryan, Al Gore, and Judy Woodruff. Come for the stories, stay for the substance and expert insights into some of the most challenging issues facing the country, including affordable housing, crime, and education. Listen to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee, available wherever you get your podcasts.